It's time for Twin Episode 301. John C. Dvorak is in studio. Shira Lazar and Harry McCracken on Skype. We're going to talk about Google I.O., the new Google Music service, the new Google Chromebooks, and the world's biggest-headed dog. It's all coming up next on Twitter. Netcasts you love. From people you trust. This is Twit. Audio bandwidth for This Week in Tech is provided by Winamp for Android, the ultimate media player for your desktop and Android device, featuring wireless sync. Download it free at winamp.com slash Android. Video bandwidth for Twit is provided by CashFly at C-A-C-H-E-F-L-Y dot com. This is Twit, This Week in Tech, episode 301, recorded May 15th, 2011. Want to buy a brick? This Week in Tech is brought to you by Go to My PC. Attention iPad owners, access your applications and files on your home or office computer from your iPad with Go to My PC by Citrix. For your free 30-day trial, visit gotomypc.com, promo code TWIT. And by squarespace.com, the fast and easy way to create a high-quality website or blog. For a free 14-day trial, go to squarespace.com slash TWIT. And be sure to check out their annual plans for savings of up to 20% off. And by Audible.com. Sign up for the Platinum Plan and get two free books. Go to Audible.com slash Twit2. And don't forget to follow Audible on Twitter. User ID Audible underscore com. It's time for Twit This Week in Tech. Here he is, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know. Gosh, we haven't seen you in, in a long time. You John never C. invite Dvorak. me back because I'm always complaining. <laughs> You're the grouchy John C. Dvorak. No, I Look love Look at the back of my you. hair. Look at that. It looks terrible. You got a little flip going. You've of, you often do that. John, uh, you know you, you know why I don't have you on as much? Because you're so busy doing uh, No Agenda. It's such a hit. It's such a huge show. No uh, Agenda? You mean NoAgendaShow.com? Yeah. Huh. That show. I just feel like... So, twice a week? You, every uh, yeah, live? Thursdays and Sundays? Yeah, now you're doing it twice a week. You, you know, you've got the... You get the donations going, the whole thing, the producers. I just think it's such a hit. Did you know Calacanis copied our idea? No, did he? Yeah. No. Yeah. Really? Yeah. What's he, it called? It's just it's, it's one of his Twitch shows. That, oh, I'm sorry. Whatever he calls it. His, you know, his clones of your show. He's now doing executive producers <laughs> and producers. <laughs> Isn't that funny? You know, I mean, you know, I just don't understand. I mean, it's like, uh, it's not that hard to think up something, right? <laughs> something new. Yeah. Something new. I do like what you're doing, though. I kind of am jealous a little bit because it's such a good idea to um, basically get the listeners to do all the work for you. It's clever. You mean all the volunteers we have, like the artists and all the rest of yeah, it? And the they people first, that... I mean, most of the content is created by you, of them, right? For you. Me. I mean, you do, you do the show, of course, with Adam Curry, but but they produce a lot. Our of... producers are unbelievable. Yeah. They're the best people in the world. It's brilliant. Yeah. It's brilliant. I wish I'd thought of that. It's called, that's the ultimate in crowdsourcing. Well, you know, you actually gave me the idea, so that's where I just want to give credit where credit is due. Well, you were doing the bricks. Have you sold bricks ever? No, I'm not going to sell bricks because you've done it. I don't like to copy. Right. You're smart. But you'll do something like that. You could sell. Mm, we've could already sell... sold challenge coins. Really? Yeah, we sold quite a few. Actually. Like from the Franklin Mint kind of coins? Yeah. They're actually dynamite. <laughs> I'll bring one over and show it to Which you. Which I'd love to see them. Yeah. Amazing. Let me introduce Harry McCracken, who's also back from the long hey time. Good to see you from the Technologizer, technologizer.com. Good to be here. I also write for Time these days. Oh, congratulations. Way, a column every Thursday on Time.com. 
you left uh, the, the print business uh, to start a website. And I thought that was very brave and bold of you. And, it, and it, I think it, I think technology is great. Is it going well? Things are going well. I'm, this is the hardest job I've ever had, but also the most fun. And you make a living. I, I'm doing okay. That's My awesome. I to do okay, and it works. I, I'm sure every reporter, every ink-stained wretch out there is looking to you and seeing if they could do the same thing. Because, well, I think there's a lot of fear going on in the print ink business. Ink-stained right? wretch. Yeah, I love that phrase. So there's, there aren't all that many ink-stained wretches around, <laughs> at least in computer magazines. No, I guess not. With the, no... Exception of, with the exception of my alma mater, PC World, and Maximum PC and Macworld. There's just a handful of print magazines days, left. Yeah. yeah, PC Mag's gone. Hey, also joining us, somebody who knows about online, Shira Lazar. Hello. Her, her brand and new show. My audio's working right now. Yay! You sound great, you look great, and you've got a new show. Thank you. Tell me yes, about the new show. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm in the control room of my new show. It's called What's Trending. It's a live and interactive talk news show for the digital age with cbsnews.com. Uh, that's the website you see right now. We are live weekly on Tuesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific time to 10.30. But we also have an online destination that updates throughout the day, every day of the week. Um, you know, we cover all the trending topics, the stories, the people influencing and shifting our conversations online. It's mo it's mostly, though, things like the uh, Eagles and the Nest and, <laughs> no. and LeBron James. What's great about this is that it allows us to cover everything from technology to pop culture to politics. So it's not and just it's saying, pop culture. Yeah, no, no, no. It's saying that, you know, our conversations today, if you look at everyone's streams, they're not one-sided. We all talk about different things. We can just as easily talk about serious Syria and the revolution as we might talk about an internet meme. Well, so, I like the way you're mashing it up. Taliban retaliates. <laughs> Ashton Kutcher on Two and a Half Men. That's our our daily while you were sleeping blog post. That you we know, have not, that there are not many news outlets that mix the two in one story. I mean, they, you know, you'll see that in a newspaper, but usually it's two separate stories. Well, that's the thing. I do feel like that perhaps represents today's modern day conversation that People want to be informed about serious news, but they also might want to talk about something lighter. And is and that Ashton that Kutcher on the stretcher there, or is that that's not Ashton? <laughs> that's actually, Charlie Sheen. Actually, that's Charlie yeah. Sheen carrying the stretcher. Actually, that's horrible. That's kind of looks um, like him. But no, it's it's really exciting, and we partnered with some great people from you know BuzzFeed to What the Trend to Sulia. And so yeah, what's CBS what's first. CBS up to with this? Is this the you know, I mean, they're such an old I mean they're the they're the Tiffany network, right? They're the old line broadcast network, Edward R. Murrow. Those days are over. Network. But, yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, there's a huge legacy that CBS News has, and they continue to have. I've been there for the past two years as the first ever video blogger really covering digital trends, internet culture, and where that intersects with the news. And so for me, you know, I love blogging and video blogging, but I, I'm a broadcast geek, so I would always think and wrap my head around, could we create more of a show around these types of topics? Do you think that this and is so CBS's way of dipping a toe in the water? How experimental does it feel? You, you can be honest here. They're not Honestly, watching. Honestly, they're, they're, they're they've been an amazing partner. I, they, I think they do trust what we're bringing to the table. It was never like, we want to do this and you're the right person. I actually created the show. Oh, interesting. I you brought to it to them. It. And so I said, I'm already here. Why don't we do this together? Right. And so that's, I think, what people need to realize. And, you know, we are very much an incubator. They've been completely supportive. They realize this is very much, you know, an experiment, and we're all trying to figure it out, which allow allows us to also change as we continue. I think we it's, have, it's right, smart. Yeah, and, you know, we have our team. We're not in a news bureau. We are, you know, we have a loft. Our studio is... 
you know, it, it's it's different. It doesn't feel like it's in a typical newsroom. Everyone working on the show is under, you know, 35. Not that it's an age thing. It's more of a mentality thing. Well, and but you're and you're on top of it. Look, here's the story. Election 2012. Is this the year social media adopters reign supreme? And you got a picture of Newt Gingrich. And two days later, Newt Gingrich announces he's running for president on there Twitter. On there Twitter. We knew, we, we knew that. No, I mean, the fact is that we're all in the trenches of these conversations that might not get to mainstream media or the news cycle. Um, you know, it, it gets to the news cycle a few days later. And Who's the audience, all, though? You know, we, we, yeah. don't, we don't pander, we don't try to do mainstream stuff at all. Yeah. We just kind of ignore that on, on my network. Well, we don't just you say, think the technology these days, some of the tech is kind of mainstream because it's just all coming together? I don't know. Is it? I do believe, I don't think it's, I mean, it is a niche, obviously. There are people, there's always going to be niches. There's always going to be people that are the experts. That, that's all I like the about. niche. I just don't yeah. trust companies like CBS, frankly, in the long run to do a good job with technology. I mean, well, the, what's, what's great about from this bitter is that experience, it, of course. <laughs> an emphasis on the word bitter. I am so bitter. John, well, are you so shrinking? You're kind of. You, we could change the camera shot for you because you just. You seem like you're getting. You, I, you know, I've always wanted to do. Wait, wait. I've always wanted to do a show like this. I know what's going on over John, there. John thinks he's dwarf. Time. I don't know the cam That's not your camera. You want to be in? There you go. Tim Conway is John C. Dvorak. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. You have to get a little higher. I'll have to get a little higher too if this is going to work. Yeah, there you go. Now, it's not a little head, though. You want to be a little head? Okay. Yeah, there you go. What is going on? I'm sorry, Shira. We, we, we got... I was in a serious conversation. I know, we, I know. I know. And then... And then John. He had to take the spotlight. <laughs> he had to, to distract everyone from... Just stay there, John. Just stay there. So, Shira, tell us more about CBS. Uh, well, since you're asking... And John looks very interested... It's, all right. <laughs> what are you thinking there? He doesn't have a he... microphone. All he can do is look. <laughs> well, I hope this you know what? Leo, Leo, I, hopefully you'll be a guest on my show soon. We're going to have, every show will have a live panel. And I won't do that to you, I promise. I'm sorry. No, we want to. We want to have everyone that's part of the community. I would like to be. I would like to do it. That's fine. And uh, when you say stream live, are you going to stream live? Are you going to use Ustream? Or are you going to use CBS's own live capability? CBS News has partners with Ustream, live streaming YouTube. So we will be on the CBS News player on the site. And as well as distributed through Ustream, live streaming YouTube. We're, we want to be available where any everyone is. And available in any way that people want to Should I be that. scared, John? Do <laughs> you think she's going to take your job? I'm what's trending. Don't worry. I don't know. Should I worry about this? No. Okay. Just checking. You're worried about everything no. too much. I am a very competitive son of a guy. I should be here for that one shot. Wait, I see you don't like that on. shot. You're, you are Leo Laporte. How, the Leo Laporte. No Do you want to buy a brick? I love you. <laughs> <laughs> suddenly, suddenly, this brick He's thing got doesn't these sound bricks so good. For sale. <laughs> want to buy a brick? You know, somebody. We we are selling bricks. For those who want to know, uh, we are going to have a wall in the entryway of the cottage where you can put your name or your company's logo or whatever. If you go to bricks.twit.tv, you can find out about it. There's the plug. But a number of people have said, "Oh, can I just send you a brick? I don't want to buy one of yours. <laughs> I just want to send you a brick." Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. And I think they're unclear on the uh, concept. This is not about because we need bricks. That you're you're not buying. I'm going to send you a brick. We don't have a brick shortage, and you're buying bricks because we've run out of bricks. So, you it's know, a I, somebody left a brick in the toilet upstairs. Yeah, well, that's a water. Well, saving. That's to save water. Yeah. It's a water saving technology.
We don't need the bricks right now. Yeah, we yeah. You can design your own. It could say Harry McCracken at Technologizer or something like that. You know. And you can get a, a copy of it for yourself. Too? You can get a replica for a slight additional fee, <laughs> twice as much. Yeah. <laughs> it's a profit thing. I'm trying to raise a little money. You know. Are they are they actual like Are these structural? Are they part of the building? No, they're not are structural. They, are you kidding cosmetic? me? Cosmetic. No, they're cosmetic. They're they're thin, so, so they're going to be. They'll be mortared in onto the wall. It'll look like a brick Whose wall. Whose idea was this? Why? It sounds like it's something that the Olympic Committee tried to do in Atlanta. It is. In fact, many ballparks have done this. Uh, the company we, we chose to use has done all the major ballparks. They've done it. They've done. Oh, their- so they came up to you and suggested no, it? No, I suggested I thought of it. Huh. I just thought, you know, I'm You're trying to copy you. Oh, he's got a brick. Let's see. Oh, yeah, this is the brick. Ugh. See, there's it. So well, it won't. It, that's, hot, that's kind of a hot dog colored brick. It's not going to put the camera on. Me. It's not going to be that. It's it, that's a hot. Here, look. Yeah, that's, it says something right here. Yeah, you put your name. I, see, I, I don't see it. Sure, you can see it here. Here, turn oh, it that oh, way. Yeah. Okay. See, Lisa oh. Kensel, well, they just, CEO. They just put. They put. You know, the brick company just put something on there. Just Lisa's so, you know. name. They put her name on. Well, because she was gonna. You know, she was the one negotiating the deal. I don't know. I'm embarrassed now. No, I think you should be. Shouldn't be. What did I say? What am I? You thinking? said I should be, which I think. No, was I, a I mean no. Freudian this, slip. This is I a great you, idea. Yeah, I was embarrassed. It's a bad idea. <laughs> now the show is going downhill. I knew I could do it. <laughs> <laughs> Remind me why I don't have you on again. No, you know why I don't have you on? Because you're doing so well with No Agenda. No, and I'm copying you mean all No your... Agenda Show dot com. Yeah, No Agenda Show dot com. You're gonna keep saying No Agenda. I'm gonna keep saying Top No Agenda. Top stories. Show. Google I/O was this week. In fact. Uh, Harry and I were both there uh, when Google handed 5,000 people uh, these uh, Samsung Galaxy tabs. They're the new ones, 10.1 inches. How much, how much are those worth? They're the same price as iPad, so this would be four ninety nine. They're just giving away $500 things to everyone who shows up. Are those guys loaded? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I would say. But remember, this is a developer's conference, so the idea is to convince developers to write honeycomb apps. Uh, I was pretty impressed by this, Harry. I mean, it's the same... Roughly the same uh, profile as an iPad. It's 16.9. It's a wider screen. Uh, great. The industrial design is really nice. It's beautiful. Um, yeah. I'm not crazy they, about Honeycomb. They, uh, I think Honeycomb is a good start. I think it's kind of like Android, which started out really rough. And even now, Android on phones, I think, needs one or two major revisions. But I think Honeycomb is actually a better start in terms of having a decent user interface. They do lack apps. I mean, there are a handful of apps like this. This is the IMDB app that does... Try to use the 16 by mm. 9 uh, interface, and I think you know mm. does a does a fairly good job. Um, although I have a honeycomb phone, you do that. Your Nexus S is honeycomb yeah. based. Yeah, oh, well, I understand. They're going to do a merged Android uh, tablet slash phone uh, OS called Ice Cream Sandwich. That's the next generation. Ice Cream Sandwich. Yeah, doesn't that sound tasty? How did they come up with these names? Well, they're all desserts. Different desserts. Yeah. Different desserts. And built, Honeycomb. And they're alphabet, alphabetic. So this is H I I O. What would I J? What would that be? Jelly bean. Jelly bean. Oh, there you go. Oh, would J K? What's K? Um, crusty. Is it crusty? <laughs> like a crusty, crusty cream. Crisp, crispy. I'm sorry, crispy cream. Crispy Not cream. Caramel corn. Caramel corn. Do they have they come up with the names yet, Harry? Do you know? I don't know. We can um, come up with it for them. I'm embarrassed to admit I never realized they were alphabetical until you just said that. <laughs> Jello, somebody so pointed what? out. So the first, the first one was What's the first one. What there was, was Froyo. Cl- I there was Eclair, Froyo. Before Eclair, Eclair, there was what was D? Donut. Was Donut. That's right. Donut. What was C? C. 
Cupcake. Cupcake. And B? Cupcake. We've got an Android developer in here. That's why. He doesn't remember B and A. I don't think there was a B. I think it started with Cupcake. That was on the G1, uh, which I still have. They've come a long way in two and a half years from that G1. I mean, the G1 was really a clunker. And I have to say, I have a, uh, I've talked about it before, so I won't belabor it, but the uh, G2X, which is a Tegra uh, 2 base, just like this tablet, I have to say, these are nice <laughs> phones. I wish the battery life were better, and that's one thing that this Samsung gets, because it's a bigger form factor than the iPad, I think it's got better battery life. I've been getting it's great. It's got a bigger battery. Yeah. I've been getting great battery life. But, the, uh, but they just need more apps, and I think there's a little polish missing. You, you'd agree, right, Harry? Google is not so great at polish so far. I mean, Honeycomb feels a little bit more like a computer than the iPad does, and I, I think they need to make that into an advantage. There are people who want something that has, like, right. an ambitious status system to tell you all the stuff that's going on and, and multitasking windows. Um, but I do think that, that Honeycomb is already a step ahead of gingerbread in terms of being well thought out. Um, you said that they hired, the, they hired a, a UI guy for this, right? Yeah. They hired the guy who did uh, WebOS for Palm. Which, which was quite nice. Own, yeah. Which is the only other mobile operating system that has really competed with um, Apple at all in terms of polish. Um, and I think you can see that in Honeycomb. It, it is better. There, there still is this basic question. When, when do you recommend to somebody they buy a tablet other than the iPad? I don't think we're there yet. I don't think so. You know, I, and I asked that question to myself because, of course, on the radio show, I'm talking to normal users, and I have to decide, do I say it's time to think of something besides the iPad? And I still have come to the conclusion, not yet. And I don't know if it'll happen this year, but, I, but I'm always gratified to see a company compete with Apple because competition's good. It's going to give us some choices, keeps the prices down, keeps Apple on its toes. I think it's unfortunate that Apple has chose to litigate against companies like Samsung uh, instead of just making a better product. Uh, but I, I have, I'm an Android fan, actually. I, 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 uh, I think that it just seems more progressive than the iPhone, and I love the choice that I get. Uh, what are you looking at me like that for? Nothing. I'm just thinking. I think this is largely because, and I don't want to, by the way, sure, I'm sorry I interrupted you earlier. Somebody pointed this out that I stepped on your line. So, uh, oh, okay. but, but I think this is because you've been uh, kicked out of the Apple uh, press list, and this is just you, and you're just showing your 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 bigotry on the show <laughs> to just because you hate Apple. But even though all the products you use are generally apples, no, you're absolutely right. I hate that son of a bitch, Steve Jobs. I hope he dies. Oh, that's not nice. <laughs> you know, it's unbelievable that you said that. <laughs> <laughs> No, I love Apple. You know I love Apple. But you, No, you are irked because, I, and I don't blame you for this, by the way, at all. You're irked because they won't let you in, because for no good reason, they, they killed your... No, uh, they had a very good reason. Are you kidding? No, they didn't. I was, I was streaming the iPad announcement. So what? Well, that's my job as a journalist. I don't mind that... Uh, did they tell you you couldn't? They did not, but I didn't ask. So well, if, if they say nothing, then that means... There, I looked on the... I still be able to do it. I, yeah, I looked on my pass. It didn't say under. And there, uh, there's a whole row of cameras behind me. So I just put out my laptop and I streamed Steve Jobs' speech. And then never again was, will Apple even talk to me. But wow. that's fine. I don't care. I mean, I really, it's fine with me. In fact, I don't like talking to, to I'm sure, Harry, you have kind of the same feeling. I don't like to get in bed with these guys. I don't want to know them because I'm afraid if I like them, no. I might say, mm. I might be biased. Oh. No, you got to bend over backwards to, uh, not be influenced one well, way or another. You're, you're I deal accept with companies, that deal. You deal with companies where the people are great, but the product might be questionable, and you deal with questionable people who are, and are involved with nice products. Yeah, I, I, I like to keep everybody at arm's length. I don't like to go to 
party. In fact, the fact that I went to Google I.O. and I got this tablet it really makes me queasy. I, so, Harry, you're, you, you had a good idea. Well, which I, is I can take it off your hands. Send it back to Google. No, well, don't. Just give not, it to me. When the when I'll the sell it on eBay, for give God's sake. Give it away. Do, <laughs> no, give it away. All right, all right, I got it. I got it. Some lucky twick brick bill, uh, uh, buyer will, will get one. Get this out. <laughs> How about that? No, you better I be careful. Have a, These are lotteries or got all kinds of legislation. Oh, you have to be really careful. I can't do that. No. I can't, like, have a drawing among people. Oh, yeah, because there's consideration. Yeah. Then it's a lottery. Yeah. You're right. I can't Gambling. do that. You're right. I can't do that. Yeah. Um, because they give me money, so I, that would be then a lottery. You'd have to. You, it's okay if you also allow people just to send in a three by five card and they don't give you any money. Right. They have to be in it too. No considerations. Something for involved. charity. Yeah, maybe I'll do that. But and Harry's, you got the right idea. You're just going to send it back. It's a, you're considering a review unit, even though Google is not asking for it back. It, don't yeah, send it back. It'll most... just end up being thrown out or something. It's no, a they'll waste. give it to some poor Google. They won't give it to anybody. <laughs> Somebody will say, what is this? I don't know. What are we going to do? Too much paperwork. In the garbage it goes. Google also announced uh, Google Music. They, it is in beta. It is an invite only, uh, although uh, those of us who were at Google I.O. Uh, did get invites. You got an invite? I've been playing with it. Um, I'll let you review it first, Harry, and then uh, I'll, I'll well, jump it's... in. It's sort of half of a good product. You still can't buy music from Google. You can't buy anything. Um, it's just your stuff. Well, then what good Amazon, is it? Amazon basically does something very similar. But with Amazon, if you, if you see an album on Amazon you want, you know, you can buy it and it instantly shows up right. in your Amazon online music account. And Google doesn't have that. I had to upload all of your songs. There's 6,000 copies on of here. the same Jimi Hendrix album do you need? Well, Google's doing something interesting. When they see a cut, they get the album art, they kind of add the t meta tags, and I guess they're seeing these as three different albums, even though it's cuts from you know the same album. But, the, but I think that that's kind of cool because they've, they've done a taxonomy on it. I uploaded 6,000 songs, took me about three days. One advantage they have over Amazon is Amazon's limited to 20 gigabytes unless you buy more. Google for free is giving you 20,000 titles. That's considerably more storage. Oh, wow. Uh, wow. This is, uh, I think this is uh, 50 or 60 gigs worth of music on here. And it's, so the nice cool. thing is I didn't have is to. Is that your collection? Yeah. You I, have 50 gigs worth of music on your, <laughs> on your laptop? You remember there was this thing called Napster. Do you remember that? I never partook in such things. Oh, it was illegal. Man. I downloaded a ton of crap from huh. Napster. I have a I ton of You know, music. I blew it. You should have. It was a great opportunity. I never. Leo, Leo, is this going to compete with companies like a Spotify or, I mean, do you think that it can no. move those companies out of the water? That's a good question. And I agree with Harry. I think this is kind of half of a product. It's like, this is great. I mean, I don't have to upload this stuff to my phone. If I play it, it kind of caches a copy. So I can be offline and listen to some of my music. Um, but it's a pain to upload. It took me a long time to upload all the songs. It's uploading the actual bits. It's actually uploading time. the song. And, uh, mm -hmm. and, and so, it, I don't know. I think if Apple comes out with a similar product, even the Amazon product is in some way superior. Although, if you're an Android fan, once this is available, it's, it's still currently in limited beta, but once it's available to everybody, if they don't charge for it, they haven't said, um, it sure is a great way to get music on a phone or a tablet without, you know, it's on everything. I mean, it's on my phone, too. Uh, without doing anything, you know, I don't have to make any special effort to get it on the phone. It's just there. Hmm. So I'm, I'm mostly using RDO these days. Is there any of you guys using? Yeah, RDO? I've been using RDO, and then Mog is another similar uh, thing. What is it? RDO looks at the songs I have and then unlocks them if it has them. Which uh, it's a similar end result to what Google is doing. But you're paying every month for an RDO subscription. You're, you're paying for it. So it's like Spotify, it's like uh, Mog, it's like Rhapsody, it's like the Zune uh, Marketplace. 
but I, you know, I like Moggin. So these are the same songs on here on on the Android racket. phone. I'm playing a song. You don't like Pink Floyd? Well, it sounds more like <laughs> bubbling water. I can't. Those well, speakers on that thing are, are less than. Actually, these are better speakers than the iPad too. They have stereo speakers, left and right, and they're much louder. I think they actually stereo speakers. Those things aren't the size of a pinhole. Well, the iPad One had two speakers, and the iPad Two they kind of they they it's a crappy little speaker on there. You don't like this? It just sounds like junk. Well, let me put a better song on. Maybe what's your favorite? Sinatra, Count Basie. <laughs> I think Duke Ellington Duke would be Duke Ellington. I have some Duke on here. I'll find some Duke for you. I thought you were more into Dolly Parton. <laughs> That's Leo. You're getting us mixed up. Here, I'll play some Sting. <laughs> Sting. Yeah, that would be that would be it. Yeah. Now I'll turn it up way up. Or as we like to call him, Stink. <laughs> I think it sounds pretty. It good. sounds terrible. It's a little tinny. <laughs> a little tinny. <laughs> All right. Never mind. God. Just such a crank. I, I'm just saying, you know, I'm surprised that, you know, I'm so, you call me a crank and an old man for saying that that sounds good, <laughs> which is no, what you right. think you've it got the tin ear. No, you're right. It doesn't sound good. It doesn't sound good. Right. You're right. I take it back. Hey, Netflix is available now on Android. I think that's interesting, but only on about four or five handsets, although there's a hack out that lets you uh, watch it on other phones. Netflix said they weren't going to be on Android because they couldn't solve the DRM issues. Hollywood wouldn't let them. Um, so I think it's big news for Android users. And, uh, and Netflix, I love this, Netflix CEO Reed Hastings says that Internet service providers kill web freedom and suck all profits. What? Reed Hastings, in a letter to uh, Congressman Fred Upton of Michigan and Henry Waxman of California, expressed disappointment that members of Congress are trying to hobble the FCC's attempts for net neutrality. Remember the, uh, the, the House... Uh, prevented the FCC from implementing net neutrality rules. Uh, he also sent a letter to Secretary General of the Canadian Radio and Television Communications and Telecommunications Commission, the CRTC. Uh, Canada recently allowed their wireless operators to impose higher wholesale costs for ISPs. They're notorious for bandwidth shaping uh, for all kinds of net neutrality. So now who's saying, he's saying, who is he criticizing? I, I'm not He's far. criticizing ISPs. For, said, for bandwidth shaping? Yeah. He says, Netflix evidence on the cost of incremental internet bandwidth. And remember, we have had this debate where I said that the, the cost of incremental bandwidth is virtually zero for ISPs. No, that's not what the debate... I know what, the, what you're talking he about. He says... The what average you said was that there's no difference in the cost at well, all. No, I'm talking about incremental. Incremental. Yeah, once no. you buy, you have to buy no, the routers. Once, you're, once I'm hooked... Okay, I've got my Comcast thing, right? Right. So I, ha I got, just got a new router. I got a new Doxus 3. And I'm getting 35 because I got the low-end uh, low packages, 35 megabits. Right. So now I'm told, well, you know, you can just pay the extra money and you can get the hunt. The 100 is already on the... On right. It costs them nothing. It, no, it costs them nothing. It's in just fact, a flipping a switch in the router. In fact, uh, Netflix quotes LeMay Yates Associates, a study they did that said the average incremental cost of Internet traffic is likely one cent or less per gigabyte. But well, yeah, the pro providers are blaming people like Netflix for all of right. this thing, the reason why it's slower. So that's why I think he's saying, no, that's it's not. completely wrong. It's and a lie. Yeah, it's, it's lying. They're completely li lying to blame it on people like Netflix who are changing up the system, right? Yeah. Interesting. Well, this would be a funny battle to watch. It's, uh, I, I think with the, with the bandwidth caps that are being implemented now by AT&T and Comcast, it's really, it's all at war at this point, isn't it?
I don't think it's yet, yet. It's coming. Of course, uh, somebody in the chat room is pointing out that it's $1,500 a megabyte for text messages on a wireless carrier. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, hey, you know, a buck a gigabyte, that's a deal. We're going to take well, a break. When Comcast, though, controls also the, you know, video channels and everything, Netflix is a competitor. So why would they want Netflix exactly. to, you know, rule that domain? Exactly. Sneaky. Uh, yeah. Well, and uh, Netflix has now said that they're going to salvage television shows that are uh, kicked off the networks. They're going oh, to yeah. They're going to be becoming a production company. Isn't that great? It's interesting. I mean, yeah. at this point, anyone can be a studio from an advertiser to now a platform like Netflix. It's open to anyone, even the theaters. There are movie theaters that are saying, like the people that distribute the, you know, the films in, in the theaters, they're going to start pr- producing films themselves outside the studio. Can I make a comment on this? Please. What? So, so Law & Order uh, uh, Criminal Intent was taken right. over, production was taken over by USA Networks. Right. And they ruined the show. The, the, the fact of the matter is these big studios have more money and they have more talent and they yeah. have people who know what they're doing. And then, yeah, you can throw it over to some buddy at Netflix, a bunch if, of ex-tech what, tech what TV guys. Right. It's going to suck. No, but wait yeah. a minute. Wait a minute. That doesn't make sense because makes most sense. of these shows are not produced by the networks. The networks no, pay but they're production by, companies. But they're produced with a budget that the networks provide and they're big operations and they're, and they're slick. But if, but they're not Netflix, some guys coming along saying, I can do it for half the price well, that's true. and getting a crappy production. But that's which true, is but what, if Netflix pays the same amount of money that CBS or NBC paid to that same production company, they should get the same show. They're going to do I the cost-benefit thing on it. It's not going to happen. It's about people like Mad Men, who the network's saying, oh, we can't pay. They're having a whole battle over salaries with actors saying that they they want the writer to kill off actors because of they want more creative control. And then it allows someone like a Netflix saying, like, no, we respect the creator. We want to pay you for what it's worth. And we'll give you the platform to do it. So it becomes like the new HBO. What HBO was to the networks, companies like Netflix are going to become to even now the cable networks. Yeah, that's how HBO made its bones. And, and the creators loved them for it. Yeah, exactly. I hope so. It'll be interesting to see if Netflix can, like, do this in a way that makes them money and makes them enough money to, to make it all happen. That, that might be the issue. And, and one thing we're seeing for sure, I mean, that's one of the reasons we do the way we do and one of the reasons we sell bricks is because the only thing that makes us viable is doing it cheaper than a network mm-hmm. would do it. I mean, yeah, te- but you're using more technology too, and it's not like you're an amateur bonehead. <laughs> Thank you, I guess. <laughs> Let's take a break. It's hard. <laughs> I'm just an amateur bonehead, but I do know one thing: if you want to access your computer remotely, there's nothing better than go to my PC. Go to my PC from the great folks at Citrix. Uh, I know you've heard me talk about this before. It really is remarkable. Now with their iPad app, it's kind of kooky, kind of wild to be running a Windows machine or a Mac machine from your iPad. It's just, it's just amazing. I want you to go to go to mypc.com. I, I shouldn't say it that way. Visit go to mypc.com and click the Try It Free button. Here, I'll show you. It's right, it's right there on the screen in big, big letters. Click the Try It Free button, and uh, and when they ask you where you heard it, just use the offer code TWIT. What you're going to get is 30 days free of Go to My PC. Now, that is a heck of a deal. You could try it uh, by putting it on your office computer, or if you want to access your home computer, you could do it that way. Um, 
whenever you're on the road, you just fire up your computer, any computer, Mac, PC, it doesn't matter, even your iPad, and you could, oops, I got to switch this over, and you could access your, uh, your office computer. You can run any program, send and receive email, access any network resource. It's just really fantastic. Just click the big orange Try It Free button and try it free for 30 days right now. And the promo code TWIT. And then get the free iPad app. Spell it right, though. T-W-I-T. Never mind. It's just not, it's just not working. T-W. There we go. I got it. T-W-I-T. Go to mypc.com. Offer code TWIT. We thank them for their support of This Week in Tech. Oh, I'm squoosed. John has wandered off. Are you looking for wine? Okay. There's wine. Have some wine. Open some wine. I love Tony Shea uh, was uh, being interviewed uh, at the Perfect Business Summit. And he's being interviewed about how he hires people. And he says, you know what? We've decided not to hire the smartest, the brightest, because they tend to be arrogant. We hire nice people. <laughs> and you know how he finds out if they're nice people? They, 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 they bring them all around the Zappos campus. You know, they enter lots of interviews and stuff. And then they send them off on their way. And then, and then they go and they ask the shuttle driver. Oh. And they said, how was that person? The limo was, driver. Yeah, was, it, was, it, was, was he nice to you? Oh. Did, he, did he treat you like a human being? That's funny because once in a while I've been in a limo. Yeah. And I always grill the limo driver about who, what, who, what famous person he's had with him. Great research. And they always tell you that, who the jerks were. Of course, they know. Yeah. Great mm -hmm. research. Don't you think that's an interesting way to hire? Don't be a jerk to that's a limo really driver. Yeah. Well, you know what, what Tony uh, also does is he offers them a, a few thousand dollars and says, you either take the money and leave or you cannot right. take the money and be part of this. He's so you, created a lot of interesting brilliant. ways. So he has a Zappos training camp, right? So you go through, I don't know how long executive training camp is, like six weeks or something. It's a long thing. And at the end, he tries yeah. to, he says, quit. I'll give you five grand. <laughs> I'll give you ten grand. That's funny. They keep raising that figure. Yeah. And then, if you, and then if you quit, money, he goes, here's the money. See you later. We didn't watch anyway. Well, you know he's taking over downtown Vegas now. <laughs> he's making anyway. it into his whole, like, renewing downtown Vegas. Really? Like, yeah. Like, it was big news. Wow. I mean, I don't think a like lot Fremont of people Like Fremont Street downtown? Yes. He's taking over the downtown Fremont experience. <laughs> What's there to take over? It's got that big laser light show and the roof and everything. Yeah. I know. That he was... wants to make it more into a community center and i don't know what that means innovate it in some way oh, that's interesting are you sure you got your yeah. story right here no that sounds I right that machines. sounds like shay i swear i swear i've hung out tony's a great friend and he was telling actually it's and he told you kevin this Pollock. yeah he was telling talking to kevin pollock and i about it and saying yeah you need to come down we're thinking about you know bringing whether have a film festival in downtown vegas wow. he, wants to it. he wants to turn it into the aspen of nevada <laughs> the Las Vegas Sun has reported on this. It's true. Wow. Oh, look at that. You see? Would I lie to you, baby? <laughs> wow. She's got the scoop. Maybe I the Google self-driving cars could be part of that. <laughs> Did you see? Texas reported on it. Yeah, see, is it, Google has been, has, is lobbying Nevada, the state of Nevada, to allow those autonomous vehicles that they've been working on uh, in Nevada. They've been trying in California. Um and uh, I, I guess they're hoping that we can get one state to say yes, and then it would maybe just take off. 
Yeah, that's the, that's my fear. It would this. just take off, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I tried those cars at TED. I was at TED this year, and I got to drive in one of them. Really? So you sat in the it car, was, and, and you let it drive? Yes, I did a video blog for CBS News about it, actually. Was it creepy? Uh, it, you know what? It is because... You know, you're you're thinking if this thing, you know, decides or something is off, then basically you're relying on this this machine. Robocop all over It's robo vehicle. Like, right. God forbid something happens, something's off. Oh, nothing's going to happen. something the wrong way. Oh, yeah. So, it, so the thing is, what it does is it maps out. It uses the mapping system from Google Maps to figure out where to turn and uh, where to go. The thing is... That doesn't take into account if there's construction necessarily or random streets got blocked off. Like what if there's a street that, that day got blocked off? It, it, would well, it, it, it has the LIDAR the thing. No, 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 no. It has the LIDAR thing. It images the world. I know. World. It has a radar did, thing. But, you yeah. know, you did, never know. Did I don't you? Know. I, it's going to take a bit of time for, I think, us you know, us types of people to trust it. Did you ever have, did you have the real strong sense, because I know I would, to want to really want to put a dog in the seat next to you so it looks like the dog was driving? <laughs> or a monkey. A chimp would be good. A chimp would be good. <laughs> That's very creative, John. No, I did not think that. But I could see why they could think of Nevada because they, I mean, it's a pretty open area to experiment with a car like this. Yeah, right? you got a lot of space. There's you know, a lot of empty streets. So Google Google uh, is lobbying for two amendments to the current uh, road law in Nevada. First would be an electric vehicle bill, which would permit the testing of autonomous vehicles. I guess you can't even test them. I, apparently, California is more liberal in that respect because they were testing them here for hundreds of thousands of miles. On the streets? It was yeah. more the valley. It was more the valley types. Like It was more around San Francisco and all that. I'm yeah. not sure. I mean, maybe it was in L.A. No, it was but... up here because Scoble got a video of it. Yeah, they drove all the way, all the way. Uh-oh. Ah, the old problem. You're siloning. Uh, unplug and plug in your headphone. Uh, That's amazing that you that it happens like like routine. After one hour, exactly, always. Yeah, isn't that amazing? It's a bug. Uh, I think there's... Yeah, it's good. It's a memory leak. It's a particular chip. It's always uh, on a Mac with a particular chip. Uh, Weird. Yeah. And it's exactly one hour in. Yeah. It's, I've, some, I've been here two or three times. some weird happened. memory leak. Yeah. yeah. Google is also looking for an exemption that will allow texting from a car. By the driver? Well, yeah, you're not doing anything. Why not? Well, if you're not driving, then you could text as well. You could do anything. Google researchers insist the artificial intelligence technology could eventually cut in half the 1.2 million lives lost every year on roads around the world. I think it's just an excuse to have uh, kind of kinky sex. Oh, my God. I got well, to laugh. The German-born engineer. Look, I got her going. That's good. Behind this, his name is Sebastian Thorn. Said, our goal is to help prevent traffic accidents, free up people's time, and have more checks. So I think you're right. <laughs> no, no, he didn't say that. And reduce carbon emissions by fundamentally changing car use. That's code for have more sex. Our automated cars use video cameras, radar sensors, and a laser rangefinder. To <laughs> That's exactly how he speaks. It talks actually. exactly like that. To see other traffic as well as detailed maps, which we collect using manually driven vehicles to <laughs> navigate the road ahead. He sounds like Scrooge McDuck. 
He actually had a friend that died when he was young. And oh, really? That inspired Colonel, him to, yeah, yeah, go on this. More like Schultz. Schultz. <laughs> I know nothing. So that's interesting. Well, like Von Drake, so, so you're thinking yeah, of Yeah, Von Drake. That's who I'm thinking. Ludwig, yes. So he's motivated. It's interesting. He's motivated by a personal thing. Yeah, his friend died in a car accident when he was really young, and he's gone on this journey to discover, are there alternative ways to be going on the road and driving without putting ourselves at risk? They say that they don't go over the speed limit because they have a database of speed limits. There you go. There's a problem right there. The whole thing's a problem because of hackers. <laughs> There's a problem right there because, you know, you're on a residential street and the database said you can go 70. <laughs> um, furthermore, uh, they say there's always a trained safety driver behind the wheel who could take over just as easily as you disengage. It's like cruise control, right? Yeah, but what if someone just decides to rely on that and is not noticing it? Yeah. That's the problem. But, I mean, it's definitely asleep. part of the future. It just isn't a matter of time. I want one. <laughs> You'll be the first to buy one. I will absolutely be the first to buy one. So if Google gives you those for free, are you going to return it? No. That, that's next year's Google I.O. At Google I.O., they all got self-driving cars under their seat. So that's not the only thing, by the way, that Google gave out. They also gave out, they really, okay, so they gave out the tablets. So I made a mistake not going. <laughs> this is the first time I've gone, and I feel like I went home with a Christmas package. They gave out uh, Verizon 4G, uh, you know, like those little MiFi cards from Samsung. Hot spots. Oh, and Hot I understand spots. that people didn't go got two of those. Right. I'll give you mine. Anyway, go ahead. Double up on that. It's a joke in there, but I'm three months free, and we were we're going to get the Chromebooks. You were going to get them? We're, no, they they haven't. They're going to send us an email, right, Harry? Something like that. You're going to get a Chromebook? What's a Chromebook? Oh, that thing from. Oh yeah, that thing. Chrome OS notebooks. Yeah. So what do you think? I I I have. Let's take a break. When we come back, I have mixed feelings. What? You just took a break. Well, I got to take another one. Okay. You, you, you don't. I don't complain about the breaks. I just th th thought they would, this is a little short. The segment was short. I thought the, the B block was a little on the, the short B block side. was short. We do that. We have a long A block and then a short B block. Uh, this is news to me. I haven't been on the show for so long that uh, I didn't know the new formula. <laughs> Somebody should have given me a clock. I want to talk about this. <laughs> I just make it up whenever I feel like it, and I feel like it now. Uh, but we will talk about those Chromebooks because I think I, I would love to hear what you guys think about the notion. Go ahead, John. Take a walk. No, I'm not I going anywhere. I'm going to gonna sit here and, and listen to the, this this commercial. <laughs> We've missed John, haven't we, folks? Okay, I, I'm going to give you a I choice, I won't be on John. for another five months. Yeah, that's it. You're never coming back. No, I love having you on. I miss you. In fact, I forgot the Bordeaux. I should have brought the Bordeaux. But it's not drinkable. It's from 95. We have to wait till 2011 or, or 2015 or something, right? 95? 95, uh, yeah, yeah, probably wait a few more years. So, so I'll have you on when it's when it's ready. Thanks. I'll be back in two years, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. Should I talk about Audible or Squarespace? Your choice, John. I think you should talk about uh, Audible. I like Audible. You probably have noticed that. Oh, they like you. I don't know if they like. Oh, you. they do. They love you. They keep saying they're going to let me read a book, but I never, you know, never do. You, you know, that, be a reader. That's bull crap. You you keep talking a big game about this, but you won't do it because it's too much work. It's a lot of work, but I but I volunteered to do it. I would really like what to do it. What book would you like to read? Um, there's a a new book out that I thought I'd be really good at. And what was it? I can't remember. But it was a techie book. Do you get to use your accents and voices? I hope there's some Germans in it. And I can do my German accent. Did you ever hear Shatner read a book? <laughs> that would be funny. I No, he's done it. Well, let's find it. Uh, he's got a couple of books. We're talking done. about... And he does, a, you know... And, you know. 
And Sulu, that guy, Sulu does read. Sulu, and, and George K. reads his own and book. And he reads uh, with the voices. Yeah. And, and actually, Andy Anako does a great Sulu. This is audible.com. Uh, this is, oh, yeah. Yeah, William Shatner, he, his autobiography, up till now. Also, Star Trek Memories. Are you listening? Mm. Yeah, let's listen. You want to listen to a little bit of that? I could play a little bit of it. This is William Shatner reading until now. Misspelled, by the way. Oh, up till now, I get it. Hey, smooth jazz sounds. <laughs> Macmillan Audio presents Up Till Now, yeah. the autobiography. I guess we're starting at the by beginning. You don't mind, do you? With David oh, Fisher. We'll be back in an hour and a half. Read for you by William Shatner. You think his accent's Canadian? No, he is Canadian. This is chapter one. <laughs> I was going to begin. I like that. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I wish I could rewind. This is chapter Captain one. James T. Kirk or Sergeant T.J. Hooker or Denny Crane, Denny Crane or Twilight Zone plane passenger Bob Wilson or the big giant head or Henry V or the Priceline negotiator or. Well, that's the problem, isn't it? He's got a great voice. I want to listen to this he now, read don't one you? one of the Star Trek novels, and he's quite good at it. You could get both of uh, William Shatner's books absolutely free right now if you join Audible. This is the Platinum Plan. That's two books a month. You know, I'm stocking up for my old age because I can't. I don't get through two books a month, but I download two books a month because I figure this way I'll listen to one and I'll save one for later. There's a million jokes in there. I'm not going into <laughs> any of them. Uh, I'm going to be nice. Thank you. You're a gentleman and a scholar. And, and I feel exactly. like I'm a scholar, too, because I listen to Audible books all the time. Uh, Star Trek Memories by William Shatner. I play that. Yeah. I hope they have some good music at the beginning of this. They don't apparently have one of his... He has a couple of novels that he wrote a novel where they, where they... Well, which I listened to. Was it good? Yeah, it was good. It was it explained a whole bunch of the, the backstories, and they put it all together very creatively. Norma Shearer and Buster Keaton. It strikes me that these are legends... Great stars of the silent screen. So, of course, Great stars of the silent screen. <laughs> but here's how our squares ended up being divided. You know, I, won't, I can't listen to this because if I listen to this, I'm going to come in, I'm going to be talking like Shatner for a yeah, while. Yeah, he's pretty hard to, uh, to He'll shake. He'll be talking like this. William Shatner, Audible. You're going to love it. Audible.com slash twit2. That's the place to go to sign up for that platinum account. First month's free. First two books are free, and they're yours to keep forever canceled at any time. So the cost to you is zero. Uh, he has so many good choices. You don't have to be a William Shatner fan. Believe me, they've got 70,000 titles in every category, fiction, nonfiction, young adult, too. This is a great choice if you've got kids, whether little kids or big kids, because they love listening to books. And you don't have to, oh, look, there's Jerry Pornell's Footfall. Awesome. Audible.com slash twit2. Give it a try. I know you're going to like it. And so does William Shatner. Uh, let's see here. Chromebook. So this is the idea. And, we, uh, you know, Google put out the CR48 and gave it to a lot of uh, press people. Uh, it was a kind of uninspired hardware. But the whole idea was that the operating system was the browser, was the Chrome browser. Uh, they say now they're going to release it. I, I know Samsung's making one. Uh, is it LG, Harry, that's making it? Acer. Acer is making it. Yeah, Samsung's making one that's a little bit fancier with a larger screen. And Acer's making one with a slightly smaller screen that's a little bit cheaper. But these are basically netbooks, right? They're netbooks with as little operating system on the device as possible. Um, so, unlike so if you thought a netbooks. netbook was bad, wait till you see a Chromebook. <laughs> well, yeah, well in, theory, I agree. in theory, they should be better because 
if you found that book <laughs> slow, it was because Windows needs lots of resources. Ah. And in theory, Chrome OS needs very few resources because everything is on, in the cloud. But what? if you don't have the cloud, you're in deep trouble uh, right. because they can do very little do unless anything. you have Internet access. They have very small hard drives. They don't uh, really... They don't have hard drives. Um, they have almost no storage at all. Right, no hard drives, just flash. Just, basically flash memory, a, yeah. just, just a little flash because in theory, even your music and your video will be stored online. But, you, but the they do have Angry Birds. is what it is. Yeah, it's they a have thin angry client. Birds. So the Chrome Web Store, which oh. Google announced last year, uh, has a lot of apps. These would all run in the Chromebook. There is a considerable amount of um, uh, configuration that's that a business or a school could use to lock these things down. So I think that the, really the business, the, 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 the place these might sell is in schools. I could absolutely see a school being very interested in these. And they're doing these subscription plans for businesses and schools. 20, where you, 20 bucks a month for students. Yeah. yeah. You have to agree to keep on to it for three years, though. Oh, that's interesting. So you're kind of guaranteeing them, what is that, $750, something like that. Yeah, yep. close enough. And these, if you buy them outright, are 350 to 500 Do you get uh, Internet access for the 20 bucks a month? You, uh, if you, if you, I think so. You get like 100 megabytes a month, I think. If you buy the top-of-the-line ones, they, they come with embedded um, 3G, and oh, you get, yeah, 100 megabytes a month for free. Right. That might be enough for a 100 student. megabytes a month. Yeah, 100 megabytes in the cloud. Where, that means you're going to be that's getting not, everything from from the cloud. That means that's going to drag out 100 megabytes be, out in one day. You'll do more than yeah, that. Yeah, not enough if you're listening to music or watching movies for right, sure. Right. If you're just doing email and surfing a little bit, it might be. And if you use Wi-Fi whenever you can. Well, that's a good point. You don't have to use the 3G. Oh, okay. Wi-Fi. Yeah. So if you're in a school, I think this. It's I a think fiasco. this is. A, this is not, do you think so? My initial reaction was, yeah, this nobody's going to want. Netflix you know, were a huge client, flop when the thin clients came out. And when there are many iterations, they they pushed the school thing to the nth, and they never got got any right. traction because it's at the end of the day, somebody says, "What is my child doing with this? I want them to learn how to use Windows, or I want them to learn how to right. use Unix or, or the Macintosh." These things are either Industry. too late or too early. I just can't quite tell. I mean, they started on this a couple of years ago before Android was that big a deal, before the iPad existed. Uh, and they were a reaction to netbooks. And netbooks kind of came and went in the interim. And we still don't live in a world where you can assume you're going to have Internet access. And these devices seem to be designed for a world where you can assume that you have Internet access. Google also announced... Um Android at home, which I thought was kind of interesting. The idea being that they they really want to put Android everywhere, including in your lamps, in your refrigerator, That's in your really toaster. That's cool. I think that was a really cool innovation, what they announced, because then that means it's envir it's a, their way of getting into the environmentally friendly kind of gadgets where, yeah, you're not, you, if you forgot to turn off your lights, you could turn off your lights, and it's making it more into a smart home. I think that was really cool. This has been something that uh, hasn't taken off. Home automation has been around for decades. John, we've seen this. We saw it at Comdex and then at CES. But there was never a standard. Maybe now with Google putting their weight behind a standard based on Android, there will be. Uh, you know, maybe uh, you know, somebody's got At some point, you can see it maybe taking off at least or standardizing on something. And Google has probably the best shot at it. But I'm not, I don't have a lot of confidence. Although the standards have been around for a long time, too. And they didn't seem to help all that much. Next no. 10. But nobody, six, was, nobody was behind it. Z-Wave was the, 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 the last, most recent, and, and best one, in my opinion. But, I never even heard of it. That's but that's because there was no big company behind it. I'm kind of disappointed. I, I wish Google had 
supported Z-Wave because there's a lot of Z-Wave hardware out there. Is, is this going to become the new, like, clap on, clap off? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe when your smart car gets you to the house, it can tell your, you know, your TV to turn on. Open the garage door. This is like the thing of I'm always thinking of. It's the, very Jetsons. During the early days of the uh, the late '90s, or yeah, they were talking about this, and they're, they're going to have, you know, you you could you, everything is going to have an IP address, and you're going to be able to drive home, right. and then you're going to push a button, and it's going to start your coffee pot when right. you get, or you're going to hit another button, it's going to put the microwave on, and you're going to get fresh food. Like you can't wait five minutes. But I figured this, <laughs> the first thing that'll happen with the microwave is one of your kids will put a cat in the thing, and you'll be responsible for pushing the button that kills it. <laughs> it just seems like a liability issue. We're going to be able to do our, our own surgeries. Like oh, if there we you go. Fix ourselves. Sometimes I think we look forward too much when all we want is really simple ways to do things in the end. I think the real problem is that all these engineers read a lot of science fiction and they get kind of ahead of the curve. You know, they're trying to basically implement yes. a, a science fiction world. Here's one this is Ford and Google teaming up to make smarter cars. Ford <laughs> wants to take advantage of Google's prediction API. Did you know that they had a prediction API? Did you? No. Did you know? Prediction API. I'm asking the Google developers in here. To create cars that determine where you're going by examining where you've been. This is way too much this science is, this fiction. This is what assassins use. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is prediction API adds pattern matching capability to existing cloud-based data sets. Well, this is buzzword bingo. Using it to predict probable <laughs> outcomes for current events. Using it in an automotive setting would allow our cars to effectively learn from our behavior and adapt to it. How the car's going to go, no, don't get in. No, you're a terrible driver. Stay away. We take examples from the past and apply machine algorithm learning to find the best model that fits the situation. Said Travis, is this a joke? Is this the onion? <laughs> no, actually, Ford. Yeah, you should uh, so do a video on this. This is the onion. It's, it's no, like it's... if we took advantage of the iPhone predictions, but in a car, imagine where that would oh, leave horrible. us. <laughs> People who liked to drive to work also like to drive to Winchell's. <laughs> would you like to drive to Winchell's? That's exactly where it would go. You're right, all ads. I could tell you want a donut. Hey, there is a sale. <laughs> Pizza Hut there's, has a donut for you. There's a sale at Safeway on soap. <laughs> Would you like to go there? Would you like to go to Safeway? People who go to work often want to go to the golf course. Would you like to go to the golf course? Okay, so I don't think this is a good idea. But uh, This is where it's all leading, by the way. The IP on, on your refrigerator. and on It's the, all about uh, ads, isn't it? Yeah, they just want to put LCD screens on there so when you go do your dishes or something, a screen comes up and tells you that there's a sale on something. I got seduced by uh, a free program. Actually, I really like it uh, for the Android and iPhone called Grocery IQ. And it's a, it's a free shopping list program. Let's see if I can find it here. And, uh, and so you put your shopping list in there, and then it feeds you coupons based on your shopping list. That's cool. And it'll do them automatically so that, you know, they're making money. You're getting coupons. Yeah. that's. I think that's an interesting use of that. Well, yeah, if the coupons are worth a the crap, they're always for something like Hot Pockets. <laughs> yeah, bagelfuls. <laughs> you, do you want some bagelfuls? No, that's the problem. Those coupons are all useless. Come on, they're delicious. It's like the, the coupons that we all get. And we still, I still get coupons in my mailbox. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Too. Well, this, like, that is I don't ridiculous. know. I don't use coupons. In the end, if I'm in the mood for something, I get it. And the coupons are never there to help me. John C. Dvorak 
People who eat Wheaties often want Sally Hansen nail treatment products. <laughs> Would you like a Sally Hansen nail treatment product? I definitely need something. How about some Hormel fully cooked bacon? I don't like Hormel bacon. Tetley tea? Tetley tea. My cat wants well, to be on Twitter, by the way. Who does? Your cat? My cat is, my cat is joining us. Oh, well, I got a Aww. dog here that your cat will probably love. The dog is whining. He needs to be I know. He sees Harry's walk. cat. All right. It's getting shy. Oh, uh, what's your cat's name? Right. Bring the dog in here. Get him in here. What's Give me your cat's name. What's the dog's name? Patrick. Oh, that was Patrick. Oh, Patrick. We just wanted a one moment of glory. He What's your cat's name, Harry? Is he, that's Butter. Butter? Butter? Yes, he, he loves tablet devices. He likes anything with a screen. He likes anything with a cord. He can gnaw on. Just like Butter? He's a, his name is Butter? We did not name him. He came with that name. <laughs> did you, guys, did you hear about this dog that got a, a deal, a book deal? He's the most famous dog on Facebook. What? Well, Leo's dog should get a book kidding. deal. A book deal. He'd make at least as much. I'm, I'm looking it up right now. Boo, Facebook's most popular dog, gets a book deal. This is in your <laughs> journal of record, Harry McCracken, Time Magazine. Yeah, uh -oh. Time Magazine. There you have it. <laughs> Harry, did you write He's this article? Cute. Tell the, the truth. Very cute. I have a column on Thursday, and that's the only thing <laughs> I, I take credit or responsibility Your editor for. didn't call and say, hey, Harry. Hey, Harry, can you just criticize the crap out of them for signing that dog? We, we, Harry, we want you to do a story about Boo, Facebook's most famous dog. What do you say? <laughs> I'll do it. That's not a real dog, is it? It looks like a fake dog. He's hydrocephalic if he is. I would... <laughs> <laughs> that is the wor world's ugliest dog if he has a head that big. What is it? It's like perfectly round. It looks like Carl Rove. Do you think that's a puppet or an actual dog? Wait a minute. It is an actual dog. No, and then he's got a... He's got a, a so cute. Oh. That is cute. He's, he's, he's grotesque. Oh. <laughs> oh, you see, we just got so many more oh. viewers now that you're showing that. I'm telling you, I'm building a studio. I made a huge mistake. I should have built a kennel. I don't know what I was thinking. It looks like a, a The dog is going to make more money off this book. Boo. I didn't know the dog could write. I'm going to like this page. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. By the way, me and 1.1 million people have liked this Isn't page. Isn't that crazy? Wow. That's the shows you that the... The deterioration of the American society, right there. It's all epitomized. I have invested my life's work in uh, assuming that people are intelligent. You made a huge mistake. Big mistake. I should have been, like, breeding hydrocephalic dogs in sunglasses. <laughs> Is that a normal dog? Well, you can see he has a little bit of an eye issue. Yeah, he better get some drops. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he wears sunglasses. <laughs> Is his head like that, or is that fur? Uh, maybe they're combing it that way. What breed is what breed is that? He looks like Charlie. Got to be stuffed. I agree. <laughs> this is, this dog this is, is no idiocracy. <laughs> I want to see him crap. The question is, if he, he doesn't, if he doesn't crap, I'm not buying what's it. His what's his what's cloud his score? score? <laughs> what's his cloud score? That's what I want to know. All right, well, he's got a YouTube video. Oh, then we get to see him moving. Well, let's see. He's, he's, he's probably done by stop action. His name is Bo. He's the world's most famous big head dog. Oh, he's so cute. It is a dog. <laughs> Apparently likes rock no, and roll. No, they've done something with his head to I make that, that hair. So I want to see him wet. I think if he's Why wet, the, the hair will go down to normal. 2.7 million views. I thought Barney was uh, annoying. The people who own this dog are geniuses. <laughs> It's, oh my God. it's all of, all he's doing is licking his chops to bad music and 2.7 million I views. I think my view is over 2 million now. My, is bar, it? my Barney, yeah. You want more? It looks like a Chia Pet. 
He he looks something weird. Here he comes. Kick him. <laughs> you do want to kind of kick him, don't you? No, not really. He's too cute. No, I want to kick him. Well, you want to kick him because of the numbers. Oh, look, he has a little house. Oh, man. Oh, this is disgusting. Chases his tail. <laughs> he's got his own jingle. He's Boo, this the world's the most... And now he's got a book deal. The Life of the World's Cutest Dog, written in Your Boo's dog is down here looking at the screen and irked. He's irked? I swear to God, the dog was looking up there going, this sucks, this dog. Now he's jealous. He's totally jealous. Leo's dog is in here and he's he feels... The book is nice. brimming with photos of Boo doing all his favorite things. Lounging around, playing with friends, exploring the whole wide world, and making those famous puppy dog eyes. And humping the cat. <laughs> uh, July 20th. Oh, the book's out on July 20th? July 20th. Yeah, it'll probably be the bestseller. People want us to move on. <laughs> yeah, next story. I think this is a huge well, that's tech because, you story. Know, I, I, yeah, but the problem is on radio that no one's going to get to see these pictures. Well, so go check it out. Boo the dog. Google it. Doesn't it make you want to see these pictures? No, yes. not real. Not me. Maybe sure it does. But I'm intrigued. <laughs> she, she's weird. She wants that dog. You're going to do a story on it, though, aren't you? Now? No, it's it's old. He's old news. How about twin girls born in China, single body, two heads? That was a crazy video. Have you seen that? <laughs> no, stop. Oh, please. Stop. Share it. Go back to your bad stop. system. No, no, no. Stop. I didn't report about video. it. I happened to see it online, okay? There's a difference between watching something and reporting it. This is where you we... You just reported it. Hello. This is where no, we've come to. No, he's the one who reported it. All right. I got a serious story. FCC commissioner... Has two heads. Yeah. Well, I don't know. She's got two jobs. Meredith. Oh, this is a great story. Meredith Atwell Baker. I love this story. She was a commissioner at the FCC. She among uh, she in January among four FCC commissioners who approved the uh, acquisition of NBC Universal by Comcast. She just got a job with Comcast. Who is this? Isn't that a Meredith coincidence? Atwell Baker. She said. I did not violate any ethics rules because I didn't know they were going to give me a job till <laughs> mid-April. <laughs> and if you believe that... She said, not once in my entire tenure as a commissioner had anyone at Comcast or NBC approached me about potential employment. I have not only complied with the legal and ethical laws, but I've also gone further. I have not participated or voted any item not just those related to Comcast or NBC, since entering discussions about an offer of potential employment. So she got the job offer and she stopped working as FCC commissioner. She has signed Obama's ethics pledge, which means she's banned from lobbying the FCC and its officials through the rest of his administration, but she can start lobbying Congress right now. Yeah, well, I don't know. People are in the chat room asking, saying that they would like to hear my opinion on this. And I, I, as far as I'm concerned, it's par for the course. I don't have an opinion. It absolutely is par for the course. Yeah, that's the kind of, that's uh, the kind of government we've got. It's the revolving door. Uh, I mean, she would have voted for it anyway. She's, she's one of the Republican commissioners. I can't see her voting against it, even no. if she didn't get the job shortly thereafter. They didn't have to bribe her, in other words. This would, yeah. <laughs> they, they had her vote anyway. I would say that's probably true. Yeah. What do you think about that? Do you think it's a bad thing that Comcast now owns NBC? I mean, these poor guys, they got to do something with their time and money. 
It sure gets it sure gets NBC out of. I mean, the General Electric connection to NBC has always bothered me more than somebody. Yeah, like I'm Comcast. not thrilled. I wasn't thrilled about that either. Uh, I hate to see. Well, you know what this reminds me of. In the early days of the motion picture industry, the movie companies owned theaters, and in fact, were broken and distribution were, companies. It yeah, was totally vertical. It was, they had it was totally vertical, much like say Apple. Right, and uh, they were broken up. The courts broke them up, saying saying that is monopolistic because you control not only the movies but you control where they're shown. Right, and I think that's this is exactly is it not? I mean, the difference is they had a monopoly on movie theaters. Comcast doesn't have a mon well, maybe they do though. Well, Comcast is getting close to being a monopoly. I guess you know if you were in a Comcast community, you don't have another choice, do you? No. Well, you have, you have over dish, the air, over the air, or over the and air. Maybe, maybe some places have more than one satellite provider. So yeah, and you have provider. satellites, two satellite providers. So I maybe could that... do I could do Comcast, Astound, AT and T, Dish, or uh, Directv. Where That's I true. Live. Thanks to uh, UVerse oh. and uh, FiOS and these other things, you do have more choices now. So maybe that uh, maybe that lets them off the hook. We'll see. I hate to see I hate to see that though, and I, and the problem is really that because Comcast is my internet service provider at home. They have a strong now, a stronger and stronger interest to keep me from watching, you know, Netflix and Hulu uh, using their cheap data bandwidth instead of paying for premium services. And yeah. Now, Somebody in the chat room asked why I have an objection to GE owning NBC. And geez, well, I mean, GE is a giant corporation. You're never going to see any news that you say one of their jet engines has something, to, some problem. You're not going to see a report on it. You're not going to see a report on anything. And the worst part about these big companies, you have one company owning one network, another big company owning another. One company won't report on the other company's bad, bad acting because they're worried about retribution. It's just you don't want these large corporations owning the, the, the media. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. Anyways. The problem is the money isn't in the media, even though we need it to continue. And so these are the only ways to maintain it is to have these big corporations buy it or invest into it. Or I'm buy not, I'm not a brick. Buying, I'm not buying that. Buy a brick at bricks.twit.tv and <laughs> keep free media alive, at least until I sell it to Comcast. That's where you're headed, you know. No freaking way. Ha! No way. I'll make this pledge okay, right then now. Okay, Disney. Disney, maybe. Okay. <laughs> Disney would be better. No, I'll make a pledge right now. If you buy a brick, I will not sell out to any company for the next, how long should I make it? Ten years. Ten years. I make that pledge right now. Ten years from now, who knows? I might be tired. So we're, a lot of people are saying it's interesting how, how it doesn't, it's not about someone owning you because, like, you did it on your own, which is so exactly. true. You still need support. But you still need support, whether it be a sponsor we need or advertising. an investor of some sort. We need advertising. We do it all with advertising and exactly. bricks. I would love to do it entirely with bricks. If I could do that, I would, but I don't think there's enough money to do what we want to do. Uh, and the bricks cost money. <clears throat> what are you going to do with all of them? Put them on a wall. No, I'm saying if you just did nothing but bricks, you'd have thousands of thousands of bricks. <laughs> You're right. That's a good point. I couldn't just do bricks because then I wouldn't. Where would I put them all? That's a very good point. If, uh, this house would be, this place would be built out of bricks. Yeah. Build an extra story. Yeah. So how's the studio coming? It's pretty good. We're going to go uh, take a walk down there after, and uh, you can take a video. You're going to put a video up on your... Uh, yeah, I got, a little, I got one of my cameras. I can do a video. I'll give you a little tour. It's coming along. We'll probably be open in uh, July. I mean, but but I, I bring it up. I'm being facetious, but I do bring it up to point out that it is possible to be independent. Yeah, and, there's a lot And of, survive financially. Yeah, but the problem is, not, is what happens when somebody comes up and gives you an offer you can't refuse? What if somebody right now, Leo, let's say Leo, uh, walks up to you, some Comcast big wig, he comes and says, you know, I like what you're doing. 
here's a check for $20 million. We're going to take it over. And by the way, you don't even have to work for us. We're not even going to put you on an employment contract. You're out. Here, $20 can I, million. Can I start over? $20 million. Yeah, you can start over. I'd take the money. I'd, I'd be glad to deplete their funds. Go out and start over. Okay, let's say $20 million bucks, but you can't start over for five years. Mm, no, I don't think I'd do it. For $20 million? <laughs> What? I think I'd do it. Oh, bull What would crap. I do with my time? What you do now? You just sit. You could just talk to yourself. It doesn't make any difference. <laughs> I just talk to myself. <laughs> sit on a ball, bounce, bounce around, <laughs> do a pretend show. I don't know. That, I don't know. I can't say because it's so hypothetical. First of all, it would never happen. Oh yeah, so it's so hypothetical. But uh, I, 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 my point is, I think we need independent media. <laughs> I think it's a shame when you see these big conglomerates, uh, GE or Comcast, own the media. I think independent media, independent journalism is really important. I agree. Yeah, no, you're doing I, that, John. I agree too. Well, what about? I have a question. Could you remain independent and then use? You know, partner with some of these networks and companies. Uh, you know, I, we tried that. We I won't name names, but there were two big media companies uh, a couple of years ago that we talked to, and these guys are so clueless. They're so stupid. They ran me around. They ran me ragged, and at the end, they go, "No, no, no, we don't understand what you're doing." They're suits. They're dummies. They're nitwits. Yeah. So I've learned my lesson. I wouldn't waste my time with crawling them. with them. Wouldn't waste my time with them. But it's not about me. I'm just, I, I, I don't want to make it about me, but I, but I just want to yeah, say that not? I think we need independent media. And I think that we have the means now, thanks to the Internet, thanks to YouTube, uh, for, for true independent media. So let Comcast, let the cable town buy NBC. Let them enjoy the, but cable they're town. all dinosaurs. They're just, <laughs> so you've been watching the cable yeah, town. Yeah. I think there's more truth to that than me. Than, uh, I love it and it, it, when, when these 30 Rock guys skewer their parent company. I just think that's fantastic. And they can only do that because they have great ratings, right? They have great ratings. Well, their ratings aren't the world's greatest. They don't have great ratings. No, they have good ratings, but they're not in the top ten. Kamala says they have terrible ratings. Well, they got sustainable ratings. Kamala, who's sitting to your to your left, John, she made the video that broke the Writer Guild strike, that got the studios to settle the Writer's Guild, the WGA strike. They made a bunch of videos. About what? She's an actor. And 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 where where is can I can I go? Is it on YouTube? We have a celebrity in the audience, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. She's been in a lot of the shows we've been taught. Were you ever in CSI? You've done so many shows. She ah, just did a lie to me. We watched that. Yeah, well you remember. Were Kevin? you a liar? A criminal? <laughs> Were you a criminal? Were you a bad heavy? I was a heavy Good. Being the heavy is the only way to go. So what is the website again? And, and uh, this was an interesting uh, case because the Writers Guild um, wanted to convince uh, the, the, to, the producers to pay the writers a fair, a fair amount of money. Just a small percentage. Although I have to say we were pretty excited. when It, ha well, it was all about Internet, wasn't it? Yeah, the Internet. We were, we were very excited when it happened because we thought this would be really good for independent producers. <laughs> you know, somebody might watch our stuff because there was nothing good on TV. So uh, this is lasting longer. This is one of the videos. Which one is yours? Down there? All right, let's get Camilla's. Here we go. You produce them all. So these are all writers, or these are actors saying their support for writers, basically. I remember this when this happened. To be more. And just pick a scene. To be more with us, she's being handed a script. But it's blank, of course. <laughs> 
as the writers. When you like, we'll just, we'll just do it, okay? Any, any just oh, that's funny. Just <laughs> just going through a bunch of blank pages. Who's that? Was that Martin Sheen? Who's that? Martin Sheen? I don't know who that. And action. Julie Louis, Julie Louis Dreyfus. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're at the. Yeah. So I, now, see, if I would have produced this, I would have had a pie in the face right about on the, right at the <laughs> but, end. But of I have to say, don't you think it would be don't, this puts, don't you think this puts the actors down a little bit? Like they they, they need somebody to put words into their mouths. <laughs> yeah, right? it's very well, insulting. That's what happens when you scripted. They're they do, stories. is what They're she says. And in fact, someone. they do. Yeah. Somebody's got to say something. They can't just. It's not all the Larry David show. They're not talk show hosts like you, Leo. Yeah, Leo. And they can't probably do half. I the don't need no stinking writers. This is this is this is actually quite funny. I'm watching these. So it's heroica h e r o i c a films. dot com slash speechless if you want to see this campaign. And that that was one of the things that uh, that got the uh, the film studios to settle. And so they gave a small percentage of internet uh, revenues to the to the writers as residuals. So it worked. So, because the, the problem was, writers were writing stuff, and they were getting paid for when it was broadcast, but they weren't getting paid for the online rights because it was never. It, no, they were stealing uh, the online rights. What do you expect? Well, you have the same issue, I'm sure, with your book uh, deals where they they don't pay you. Who's this? You. I'm pointing at you. What? What book deals? I'm I'm out of work. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's uh, let's take a break. Oh, not again. Yeah. I got a well. You could, okay. You got a choice. No, the C block was was you. You, you could buy five thousand bricks, or I could do a commercial. No, you should do a commercial. So you're making five. This is the bricks are what? How much are they? I'm doing. I'm going to do a calculation. Of what he gets for the commercials? Bricks are one hundred twenty-eight dollars. I tell you how much I get. I don't hide anything. What are you getting for this for commercial? Uh, this next commercial we are getting. Uh, it depends how many people download the show. Roughly eight or nine thousand dollars. Yeah. I mean, it's not, you know. It's a lot. It's a living. It's more than a living you, for you, know you many, the likes you know, of you. You know how many employees, the likes of me. I can, that's, you know how many cans of Alpo that is? <laughs> I can, I can, uh, I have 17 employees. I've got mouths to feed. 17? Yes. Is that ridiculous? Yeah. I don't know how, I don't know what I, where you I. Just, I just, you just like to hire people. I so do. You can boss I, them I, around. I, I, yes. I just want yes men. <laughs> right, Colin? Yes. <laughs> So let me mention a great company. If you're, you know, I, I actually do want to say this. If you don't have a website, you in these days, this day and age, if you're a business, even if you're an individual, you don't exist. It's I use this operation, so it's not like you're. No, me you anything. know about Squarespace. I have a couple of Squarespace sites. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh yeah, they're really great. Uh, it's hosting plus software. Did you know that? I'm, I hate to interrupt the ad, but you'll continue anyway. Uh, but the noagendashows.com site is a Squarespace. I, I had no idea. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Are they an advertiser? Absolutely. No, no, we just use them because they're good. You're just smart. There you go. N-O-A-G-E-N-D-A.com. You've done more than your part, John C. Dvorak. You've, I'm going to give you a check for $4,000. Wait a minute. Noagenda.com, this is a, a holding site. Is it .net? Agendashow. Agendashow. What, you couldn't get noagenda.com? <laughs> what, the lady on the right wouldn't let you have it? Agendashow.com. Here we go. This is a Squarespace site. Now, see, I bet you never go down either, right? I mean, you, you, you no. because you get a ton of traffic never when no agenda's on. And, and this is the beauty. I've never been down because Squarespace has this incredible back end that always... 
provide you with the bandwidth you need. They use some very sophisticated Java uh, virtual networking to make sure there's always enough bandwidth. The software is fantastic. Version 6 is coming out. The thing I love about this is every Squarespace site is unique. You couldn't say, oh, is this right? No. No, it's <laughs> 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 it doesn't look like John. Wait a minute. Let's. There it is. Yeah. You know, uh -huh. that other show, that other site could have been his. I don't know. There it is. It's Adam Curry and John C. Dvorak. Well, actually, I like that other site better, to be honest with you. If you go to uh, squarespace.com slash twit, you can check it out yourself. There's a big green button. Check, click the button there. All you need is a name for your site, a password, and an email address so they can let you know uh, if you forget your password. That's it. You've got a site. And what a site. The templates... All of the all of the great features, the the uh, built-in social networking, the iPad and iPhone app that makes it so easy to post and moderate, and of course you can import you and export. By the way, you're never stuck. All of your data using the the big four APIs for movable type WordPress, TypePad, and Blogger, in and out seamlessly. And boy, not just like import the text. All your links still work. All the SEO still works. The images, the comments. All the original URLs, they've really got this down. These guys are brilliant. Anthony and Dane have done a great job, and I want you to try it out right now. Squarespace.com slash Twitter. I had no idea you were using them for uh, no agenda. That's cool. What, you, what did you find there? <laughs> what is he doing? Oh, he and you have a thing called Fezorama? Yeah. that's where we. The, didn't I send you a Fez? Yeah, you did. That was my Christmas gift. Thank you very much. Yeah. What do you want? What did you want? You know what I wanted. I think these fezes are pretty. No, wait a minute. Look here. Here, I have a twit lanyard. It's not a brick, but it'll do. What is this? It's a, it's a lanyard. <laughs> That's what I said. Did I not say that? Was I not clear? Can, folks, I worked in radio with John C. Dvorak. For a year or two, it I'm felt like twelve professionals, years. Nothing else. <laughs> and this is pretty much what I had to put up with every every Sunday. And then and then I thought, oh, I'll keep him amused. I will give him a computer with a bunch of sound effects on it. <laughs> that was the beginning of the end. What a mistake! Yeah, I think oh I overdid my it. God, you would just play random sound effects. You know, it was better than the show. Well, it probably was. I'm not. I'm not saying it wasn't better than the show, but. You would just you'd throw stuff into the into the. Uh... That's a very loud crunch. Where's the Oh dear! Should I give you the? Uh... Should I give you the. Uh... The sound effects disc. You can. Uh, yeah, but I didn't get that on there. And do you have the uh, the time is and baklava? I do. Yeah. Got milk. <laughs> That's good for your crunching. Hey, how about a nice Hawaiian punch? <laughs> anyway, that's pretty much what our show sounded like. Yep. John eating and playing sound effects. And I'd be going, well, Windows 98 can have problems sometimes if you don't. And then, <laughs> he actually <laughs> answered questions. It was, it was so like, horrible. what kind of a show is this? It was so horrible. What is the disease that Gary Busey has? Because I think you've got it too. <laughs> what are you laughing at? I don't know quite oh, what it is. Oh, me. I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> <laughs> Lisa, he actually looks like Gary Busey. At least I don't bit. have the meatloaf disease. What's that? I don't know. Just asking. We're starting to see, and I'm wondering, uh, Mary Harry, maybe Harry, if you have some in inside information. Uh, it mm -hmm. seemed like the consensus was that there wasn't going to be an iPhone 5 in June. They usually announce their new iPhones in June. Right. 
Sounds like September. Yeah, but now we're starting to see all these rumors about iPhone 5s. We're starting to see case designs. The latest one, though, is the iPhone 4 BS or whatever the number is. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, supposedly something that's just kind of a small bump rather than than any kind of big leap forward. We're seeing... But I've also heard... I've also heard it might have a larger screen, which to me sounds like a, like a relatively big deal. I would be shocked. But how much bigger? Just a little bit. I, mean, I think the theory is the case is still the same size, but they oh. expand the screen a little bit. So it still fits in, in the case you have. A maybe. smaller bezel. Oh, oh yeah. no, there's no, you know what, there's, they don't care about case manufacturers. In fact, one of the ways That's this, is, this oh. is leaking out is that we're seeing new case designs, mm. which is how we heard about the iPad 2's uh, features. I mean, it sounds like it's not the the uh, 4G iPhone, which will will be exciting when it happens. But that's probably next year's iPhone, not not this year's iPhone. This is traditional Apple, where they're a little bit slow, a little bit behind the curve. Remember, the first iPhone wasn't yeah. even 3G; it was 2G. It was 2G. And they didn't do a 3G till the next generation. They still don't have 4G. But I wonder if this is going to backfire on them because already we're seeing Verizon. AT&T, and even T-Mobile, which doesn't even really have a 4G network, uh, putting out phones branded with 4G. Well, what it might have is it might have, um, you know, AT&T's current 4G, which is not really 4G. It's just faster 3G. Um, but that would be nice. But I think that's smart to wait on actual LTE just because battery life is such a huge issue with, with the first chipsets for any new network. Right. Shira, do you have a, a 4G? Because you're in New York, right? I'm in L.A. Oh, you're in L.A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm an Angelino. Uh, I do, I'm, you know what? I lost two iPhones. <laughs> so I'm back to my BlackBerry. I was going Whoa! Multi- I've had, I, I know. Don't make fun of me. Whoa, that's going. <laughs> no, that's old right. school. It, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, if I'm away from my really hard, sometimes with the iPhone, Phone and I need to upgrade. I'm saying I will. And every time I did, I bought one, and then I lost it. And so I just yeah, it's hard to after after you've lost two, it's kind of hard to buy a third one at the full price too. Is what yeah. I mean, I mean, there's how are those chips up there? I just need to I need to bite the bullet and just get a new phone. But it's because I'm so busy. Android. I don't want. Are you on what? What what is your carrier? I know. I know. I Android is great. Uh, I have both right now, so I can, I have a choice. Depends yeah. on what I want. I've kept both because I obviously had my iPhone. And I was using the Nokia for a while before, you know, you could live stream on the iPhone. I was all about the Nokia I, N95. I've been hear- hearing, yeah, I love, the N, I love the N95. And I have the, I got the, uh, John, you're, are you still a Nokia guy? For a long time, you were an E71 I'm guy. I'm using mostly that, ga- that um, Galaxy S? No, the other one, the uh, Android Yes. The Nexus S. The Nexus, that's yeah, it. Yeah, that's actually a pretty nice phone. Yeah, it's okay. You've got Netflix on yours. Have yeah. you put it on there? Nah, I don't care. It looks good. I looked at it. It looks yeah. really good. Yeah. In fact, it might look a little bit better than the iPad. Of course, it's a littler screen, but it's an OLED screen. It's beautiful. Really beautiful. Uh, I would, I'm hearing rumors, or not rumors, but I'm hearing from people in New York City, this is why I asked you, with a Verizon 4G who are getting 20 megabits down pretty consistently. I don't know what you'd do with a phone and 20 megabits down, but that sure sounds sexy. I don't know why. I just think that's. I mean, what can you really? What do you really need more than a few megabits a second on a, on a on a smartphone? You know, I find that it's taking still taking too long uh, to get the uh, when you do the voice thing. Oh yeah, the recognition as it goes it takes back forever. To the server. Yeah, and then if you use it in the in the field, 
uh, like I had, we had this phone. We were, I was in New York trying to use it. When you're in the field, all the buses and sirens and all the dogs barking. And it all never works. It never works. Never works. It works at the, in the home. My kids actually drive, do this in purpose to drive me crazy. They know, you know, I have the Ford Sync, and then it, and I press the button, it goes bong, and they know I'm going to talk to the car, and they start saying. <laughs> They do this to drive me crazy. I say, shut up. I'm trying to dictate. It's a new way to torture dad. And then most recently, the, the quality of the, of the transcribed messages that they mail you and use Google Voice. You're not getting good results? Oh, Google Voice Are is terrible. Are you kidding me? Does that not like, work, the translate? Because fine. I always get those messages from people when I call Google them. Google Voice is terrible. And I wonder if it's actually going to work. No, it's horrible. It's terrible. I mean, but you can kind of. Well, it's perfect. Yeah, every once, but I'll say like I get a, I'll get an email or a voicemail from you, Shira, and it says you know something like, "Hi, this is Shira the Devil," and <laughs> unless that's what and you're saying. I said that when I left you a message, though. That's it might. Totally it, that's what she said. It might actually. be what you were saying. I don't know. Messages. What about? Well, that's a good segue for Microsoft buying Skype. What do you think? Oh. You must have I talked mean, about. It's interesting. 8.5 billion. Mean, do you think they stole it from Facebook? I mean, was Facebook annoyed or mad that Cringely, you know, Cringely, and I don't I don't fully believe Cringely. Which Cringely are we talking Robert about? Robert X. Okay, the one writing Which Which Robert X? I know there's several, I know. Is it the same guy You're who You're talking about Stevens. I don't know what his real name is. Yeah. He's the guy who writes for PBS, right? Yeah, yeah, well, he used to. Used to. Now he's just got a picture of him and his girlfriend in the front. Yeah. He's been on the show. Yeah, anyway, Occasionally, he comes up with interesting theories. His theory is that it is purely a defensive play by Microsoft to keep Skype out of the hands of Google. I would, uh, I think that's one argument that's been floating around. Credible? Yeah, Facebook might be happy about this because Microsoft owns part of Facebook, and they, they might get the exactly. piggyback on this. And, and, and of all the players, Google and Facebook and Microsoft, really the only one that needs it. I mean, Google's got their own uh, video VoIP. Microsoft has its own video void. Yeah. The only one that needs it is Facebook. Facebook could really use well, this. Well, Facebook, I think, uh, I think uh, McCracken just hit it. I think he nailed it. So that, that this is really, that Microsoft, what is it? It's like, uh, a fallback. Is it's a, a Christmas gift for Facebook? Well, no, I think at, at some point they can do a deal and they can license it to Facebook and make the money back. I don't know. You know who made money? eBay. Uh, that's amazing, isn't it? They paid $1.7 billion for Skype. They Every, paid way too much for it. Everybody assumed, oh, this is what, what a money loser. In fact, I'm pretty convinced it's the reason Meg Whitman didn't become governor of California is because people pointed at that deal and said, well, she's an idiot. You don't think it's because she looks like the Quaker Oats box? <laughs> that's, just, that's just sexist and wrong. Does she really look like the Quaker? I'll have to put the two together. Separated at birth. In any event, it turns out Meg made a pretty darn good deal. They doubled their money. Because they still have 30% of, yeah. uh, of Skype. Right, and they still have a piece of it. They had 30%. They made, what is 30%? What is, uh, it's a, like two and a half billion. They made a billion bucks. It's a way to do it. Unbelievable. Yeah. So, Harry, what's your theory? Well, nobody is ever going to be excited about any large acquisition Microsoft makes. The initial response is always going to be doom and gloom. And the proof is going to be in the pudding. I mean... I don't quite see how it's worth $8.5 billion, though, except as a defensive move. Boy, I tell you, I, I guess in a way that's a measure of the maturity of the industry, that companies like Twitter can spend $40 million on TweetDeck to keep it out of the hand, just to keep it out of the hands of Media, <laughs> or that Microsoft can spend $8.5 billion on Skype just to keep it out of the hands of Google. And we are talking about Microsoft here. I mean, $8.5 for them is chump change of... 
if this thing, you know, if they have to write the entire thing off eventually, right. it's not going to be a disaster for them. Mm. They'll still be okay. Do you keep uh, Skype alive if you're Microsoft? What do you do with it? You have to. The ill will that it would generate That's if they true. screw with the, this thing There's, is going to be international. Very good point. Very There's good so point. many users at this point. What, 250 million users? And there was like a few billion or 200 billion uh, amount of voice like minutes used on Skype or something. I mean, it's, a lot of people are using the it. They have a huge, yeah. huge community on Skype. Why yeah. would they just take yeah. it down? It would also sync the Twit network. No, we're actually, we found an alternative. You said that years ago, and they all sucked. No, we found a really good one. Uh-huh. It's called Vidyo. Vidyo. V-I-D-Y-O, and they have a, a newsroom product that we're going to use. It's really cool. Uh-huh. It's going to be in the new studio. Yeah, I, I, see. We, we played with some of these before. You'll see. No, I know we have played with them before, and they've never been good. You're absolutely right. Uh, for the first time, I think they actually, there's something that's... Uh, and it's called Vidyo? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yo, Vid, yo. No, vidyo.com. Take check it out. Uh, they it's a it's it's really really good and high def. Did you see the uh, the Google ad on Saturday Night Live? No, I, I don't. I don't. Do you? You're the youngest person here. Do you stay up late and watch? You, you know what? I don't late. have I don't have TV anymore. I, since I moved, I haven't got. I did not get. Shira, uh, do you stay up past eight? Because I can't. I find myself a little too tired for that. I knew that. Well, that's why you get to watch reruns on Hulu. Tom. I love Hulu. All right, let's see. This is Sophie. Oh, the girl. Dear Sophie Lee, create my account. Compose mail. Dear Sophie Lee at gmail.com. Dear Sophie, you arrived. Oh, picture of the baby. I am still getting the hang of holding you. This is cute. It's a father writing... Happy first birthday. What a good way to use a uh, Gmail account. So he writes to her when she got when she was born, when she had her little sister born. You wanted to name him Salt. I wish I'd thought of this. Oh, we didn't have Gmail when I was a kid. This is so cool. I'm going to cry. At home for your first four years, there's... Save the address. There's the picture. Yeah, Wouldn't this, you love maybe, to have this? Maybe they should give the kids some attention instead of spending all the time <laughs> on this video. Dad was busy doing your Gmail account, Sophie. Sorry he missed your graduation. I think this is kind of cool, though. The problem is, in fact, if this kid was born, whatever, eight years ago, you couldn't do any of this. No, this is a scam. But you could start today. Aww. You could start today. I think that's kind of neat. Actually, what's interesting is I find all these mommy bloggers now, like a lot of these kids are going to be able to look back and really, I mean, we can already do this documenting our lives, whether it be on these YouTube videos, but you will literally be able to see your mom's and your dad's reactions to everything you've done in all these videos. It's really I interesting like right that. now. I, I would have loved to have done that for my kids. I'm not that organized. We're st I still have Henry's baby book. I haven't put it together. <laughs> Henry, Henry, sixteen, a college grad by know, now. You're still working on the baby book. Oh, I know it's not. So it's, you're a big talker when it I'm comes a big to this talker. stuff. You have to be. I, I think you kind of nailed it, Johnny. You have to kind of be focused on that instead of the kid in order to do all. But I think it's a really. Yeah, everyone at Google single. They don't have any kids. They all have cats and right and dogs. And, and I don't get 
it's, it looks like it's an ad for Gmail. He's spending all his time in Gmail. It's a Chrome ad. It's actually an ad for Chrome. Ah, good point. Good um, catch. That's what I'm used by. It's an ad for Google, Harry. Let's face it. It's an ad for all of the Googleverse. Well, they definitely have the Chrome logo in there to an extreme. But what they're doing, well, they've done a lot of these ads, and really what the ads are are for the Internet. Use the Internet more. Use right. the Internet more. Because if, we get a cut of everything. In the it's a Google ecosystem. Exactly. I think that's pretty sweet. I kind of like that. But I'm a, I'm a pushover. You're sensitive, Leo. I'm a sensitive He's man. a sensitive male, as we've known this. <laughs> I'm going to cry. If you want a brick, you could go to bricks.twit.tv and buy one. We could have your name on it, and you'd put it right there. $128 for the regular brick, but we also have a 4 by 4 paver. You also have logos you can put on these You could put your logo on. We have to approve, of course, all copy and logo. We you don't can't want have any dirty logos? No profanity. Hmm. <laughs> Actually, you know, it's going to be in the entry lobby, but the, the, if, we, if we sell enough of them, we'll go around the corner. We could put the dirty stuff behind the... Then you, and you can come visit your brick, too. Bricks. You can visit your brick? Yes. People do that. Wow. It's like, you know, they come and they Do they bring, take pictures of themselves they next to the and they, brick? And they, and they do rubbings? Huh. No, I, well, we don't know. I'm imagining. Rubbings? They do rub... Oh, you mean they rub... Oh, rub, I see what they you're rub saying. rub the charcoal. I know what you thought. You could rub yourself on the brick if you wanted to do that, too. Don't mm. you... No, look, you got one. Here, hold it up so people can see it. I think that's cool. We're going to we're gonna have a whole wall of honor with all the people who donate. Who is this woman? That's the CEO. She runs the business. <laughs> well, she's getting, getting way too much publicity on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Shira Lazar's brand new show launches Tuesday. I'm so excited for you, Shira. That's exciting. Thank you. Yeah, cbsnews.com slash what's trending at what's trending on Twitter. Yeah, it's fun and exciting. We have some awesome contributors. You'll be a guest too. And you too, uh, John. No, don't let him we go on. <laughs> it just make sure he does nothing to eat in the studio when you do that. That's all I would say. Check it out. We're going to be live. We have a lot of really great guests that are coming on the show. Um, Talib Kweli is going to be with us also. So this is um, kind of like, you, so you could kind of keep track of what the hot videos are, the hot topics, the things people are talking about. Yeah, hot about. topics, but then we give people context. We say why they're culturally relevant, why you should care. We obviously read out the things that are more important than others. And then, you know, I'll continue to do videos and interviews with people that are at the source of the story. So it's not going to just be about a headline and a story. It's about actually like, when Barrett, that whole thing happened with Donald Trump and his video went that. viral that day. Yeah, oh, it was amazing. And I actually did an interview with Barrett Day. And that's what I used to do at CBS News. I had this blog called On the Scene, and I would do all these video interviews. And I'm going to continue doing that. I just now have more staff and more people that are helping, you know, bring those things to life on a daily basis this because is, I can't do everything. That's but it's really exciting, cool. Shira. This is like you're. This is like you're the editor in chief of a new kind of new media uh, magazine, almost. That's, yeah, that's the point. And, you know, it's not just a blog. I do think, I, just like you, I'm a broadcast geek, and it's about experimenting with how we can then take these blogs and these short pieces of content and make them into a bigger experience. I think that's really exciting. Congratulations. Good for you. I agree. Well, you're an inspiration. Yeah. He is. He is you know, Mr. Inspiration. We've dude, all said that for years. There's one thing missing. You need some bricks. I don't know. Maybe he's a... I, if you send me a brick or I'll get one, I don't, how do I get one? I will take a picture of me with a brick. Did you say, how do I get one? Oh, you, you go yes. to bricks.twit.tv. <laughs> Did I mention that? You can get your 4 by 8 You can get your 8 by 8 Yeah. It's kind of pricey, video, don't you think? Well, some people said, hey, the bricks are too expensive. Let There's me just send you one. Two bricks are the same, the same size, and one's, oh, one's got a logo. John, you understand, this is a fundraiser, right? 
I thought it was just so you could <laughs> buy more wine. Some people think some people think that I need bricks, mm. and they've offered to send me bricks. No, <laughs> I don't want bricks. We don't. I have bricks. We, this is a fundraiser. This is like an award. You should do the Twit Award as a brick. Okay. I think the brick award. Yeah, the brick. Yeah. The okay. Brick. The Twit the, brick. Like what? Like oh, that's a good idea. We could leave some room at the end, and you could get an award. You, you should have a whole section for the next ten years worth of awards. I will. I think there's plenty of wall space. Best in. guest on this show, for example. Oh, who would I give that award? I to? think I should get it. I think just uh, to be honest about actually, it. Actually, Camilla. <laughs> she just showed up. Hey, what did you do? What? You just showed up, dude. John C. Dvorak is at channeldvorak.com. And, of course, No Agenda Show. I got it right this time. NoAgendaShow.com. Yeah. We went to some other show. <laughs> There's a sh it was actually looked like a nice site. I thought it was a no, good... No, I'd like to get that name, but we don't have it. Yeah. We do have NoAgenda.ca, I believe, and we have NoAgenda.eu and a bunch of... It is, it, and I noticed that you bought it. a home some years ago right on the Canadian border, and I'm thinking maybe... Oh, yeah. Quick you, escape. You're thinking of, yeah, that you like escaping to Canada. Uh, you just take a... You have to... Is it water? There's water. Right. So you get in a seaplane, which yeah. they have right there in the yeah. area. But you only have to go like five feet. It's just a little... Just about five minutes on the seaplane. Yeah. And then you're in Canada. Yeah. And, yeah. Just in case. And you're a ham. Ah, yes, a ham. But and you should—you didn't mention on the show that you're now apparently studying we're to gonna, catch we're, up with me. We are launching a ham radio show called Ham Nation on the 24th. Bob I Heil. always thought this show should have been called Ham Nation. <laughs> it's hammy, hammy. Bob Heil will be the host of that show. And they're going to have... Bob Heil, the microphone? Bob yeah, Heil. he's a ham. He is. You know who his first guest is going to be? Joe Walsh of the Eagles, who's also a Yeah, ham. no, Joe Walsh is a famous ham. And the, the music's great. Joe Walsh did the theme song, hmm. and it's got the, the uh, Morse code for H-A-M in it. It's actually, you want me to play a little yeah, bit? Yeah, play it's, it. It's actually quite good. Uh, and anyway, the, they're going to have a guy named Gordon West on who does um, uh, study guides for ham. And since I saw that you got your technical, your technician's license, I said, well, I've got to have a technician's license. I'm now in a government database. <laughs> Was that your goal? Yeah. <laughs> well. Wow. Not really. All right, let me play. This is a little bit of the uh, theme song from Ham Nation. Joe Walsh composed this, and you'll hear some Morse code in it. And that Morse code is the um, is the dot 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 dash 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 that spells ham. Isn't that great? Yeah, catchy. That's very cool. That's like an electronic. Yeah. That's really cool. Joe Walsh. I think you should do the whole show in music. We should have like yes. a little music underneath. Yeah. A bed. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that's uh, coming up at uh, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern <laughs> on the 24th. <laughs> Very nice. And now the Ham Nation dancer. <laughs> yeah. Sheer Lazar, thank you, John C. Dvorak. Thanks also to Mr. Harry McCracken, who is the technologizer. Go to technologizer.com. It is a great place. To learn okay. all about what's going on with technology, it is I uh, I subscribe to the uh, the feed and I read it religiously every single day because you really uh, you've got great insight into it. I think you're doing a great job. Very happy. Thank you, Leo. I'm having fun, and you are an inspiration. Oh, there you yes, go. Yes, Leo, the inspiration. That's what we're calling him from now on. <laughs> you need a brick. You need a brick that says inspiration. I am. I got my dog a brick. Do some saying. We need sayings from Leo. How many sayings do you? You have a lot. Well, yeah, I had many. There's a John C. Dvorak soundboard. Yeah, well. Mostly it's eh. Mostly grumbling. Eh. Eh. 
No, hey. that, you, that you mix me up with Dick Cheney. Thanks, <laughs> it's more like Frankenstein. Thanks, Shira. Thanks, Harry. Thanks, John. Thanks to you. Thanks to you for uh, joining us. Uh, the bricks are on sale right now. Uh, international um, brick buyers. I think you have to call the toll-free number eight five five number. You can use Skype out to do that, so it doesn't cost you a penny. I think we haven't got the order form working yet for international. We will though, uh, because we want to be able to have international sales. Thanks. To all of you for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Another twit. This is it's in the can. Isn't that great? It's outstanding. It's outstanding. I really like that. Isn't that neat? It's best. I mean, best. Although I have to say, we have this. This show has great theme music. We have a lot of good theme music. Who's gonna know? <laughs> what, they got the chicken police coming out counting chickens. I think hey, Mr. Polaport, we think you got to suck. Does she solve the age-old question, the chicken before the egg or the egg before oh, the yeah, chicken? Oh, yeah, good question. Yeah, it's, it's disgust. <laughs> I don't think that's real. <laughs> You'll see. What kind we'll of get dog, you some chapters. What kind of dog is this? I really want to know. Is it a Pomeranian? Is it? It looks like a Pomeranian. That's, a, oh, this is not Boo. Oh. This is another dog that that's looks a, I think it's a Pomeranian. You can do that with their head. But I think if you wet the head, it would the, the hair would be down. I think it's all just fluffed up. It would look like some creepy animal that's wet. It looked like a rat if you wetted it. Boo is a Pomeranian. Oh. Yeah, Pomeranian. So the, really, it's all about the grooming. Yeah. How interesting. They don't have to look like that. They don't have to look like I that. I want to get a Pomeranian now. Ozzy, I'm sorry. Your dog but... is the cutest thing in the world, and you're already thinking of ditching him. This is how fickle you are, Ozzy, Leo. Ozzy, come here. Come here, Ozzy. Look. Ozzy, I've got treats. He's, he's leaving. He's pissed now. No, he he's left. He's over there. Look, Ozzy. Look, Go bacon. Ozzy. Ozzy, come here. Come here, Ozzy. Come here. Look, he's sat. Come here. See, look at this thing. He is pretty cute. Oh, my cute. God. You have a cute... Your dog he's pretty cute. Cool. He's pretty cute. But he's not oh. as cute as Boo, the giant... He's cuter. Boo's creepy. I like his ears, though. Look at those ears. Watch, the ears actually follow the bacon. Oh, my God. That's a big piece of bacon. <laughs> yeah. Here, have a little one. Watch this. Now, this is entertainment, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I'll tell you, what am I building a studio for? I should just get dogs. We should just have dogs. Thank you, Harry. Thank you, Shira.